1: Deal or no deal? Are you ready? I'm ready. Edmonton at Calgary. The football battle of Alberta. The Stampeders favored by nine and a half. Deal or no deal? No deal. Stamps win by a touchdown. Toronto at BC. Lions favored by 4.5. Deal or no deal? I'm going to take that deal. I'm going to take it at home. I like BC at home.
2: This is the Rod Peterson Show.
1: Thanks. Yeah, buddy! Hello, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the RP Show. We're broadcasting live from the third-best city in the world, Calgary, Alberta, as was announced by the Economist Intelligent Unit. Annual ranking of the world's most livable cities. How about that? Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Stage bar is exactly where we are. You're not on yet, Abu, but let's bring him on. Everybody's excited to have the 10-year cfl veteran Grey cup champion offensive lineman mike Mesh for joining us here at Griegel. how you doing
3: cowboy it's so great to be here isn't it's, it? it it's uh we've done hundreds and hundreds of shows together and mm-hmm. uh it's the first time here i feel like uh you're taking my virginity all over again
1: <laughs> here we go how about uh, right out of the gate well that's proper english live studio audience i feel like at some point we're probably going to talk football
3: on this flame tech football friday but no promises. Look, look at this. P- p- you talk about uh, frenzy. Living a palacious, uh, Look at this place. It's massive. It's beautiful. what
1: Abu said was that the photos that he's seen doesn't do justice to what
3: this is. So tell our viewers, like it's pretty darn cool what we got going on. We're on stage in front of hundreds and thousands and thousands of the Rod- I mean the Rods fans here. Right. Uh, it's a stage. Underneath us is a bar. Who hasn't wanted to perform on a bar b- I know. That's why they call it the stage bar, by the way, just so you know. I don't know who named that, but
1: they really this, nailed this is it. It's
3: fantastic. It's like you're in you can smoke Vegas. here. It's it's beautiful. People ripping darts. If don't, you <laughs> don't grab me a dart. Next time I'm bringing my own. Abu darts.
1: said when he sat down, can we smoke? Yeah.
3: I are you going be, to? Next time, yeah. I'm still nervous this first time. I wasn't yeah. sure what to expect. So
1: are you settled, Are you good and ready to talk football? I know that it's a it's I'm over the unnerving nature of the fact we're overlooking the entire casino and you just go and do your show.
3: Yeah, so only flashing but, lights. It's not good for the ADHD. Right? For a squirrel. Yeah, so I know. A hundred I know. squirrels.
1: Uh, by the way, last hour, Jeff Reinbold was with us. If you're just tuning in, you're going to want to go back and watch Hour 1, listen to the podcast, however you all do it um
3: i think i would have been good on his team but yeah I, I missed him by winnipeg He's your kind of guy he seems like my kind of guy
1: ryan in toronto's watching he says so great to have jeff reinvold's take on things especially on
3: football friday we have him every friday and he's a he's a god on sky sports you know i watch soccer a lot so see i mean i'll flick it on and Holy cow! That's Coach Reinbold, and he's the, he's a he's their John Madden over there. I know, right? Except a lot.
1: And the thing is, I'm getting over it, and I think the fact that we're out here in the world's third greatest city, behind what was it, Beirut and Toronto, Geneva, what was it, Vienna, Austria, and Copenhagen, Denmark, and then Calgary—top three cities in the world. People are—it's going to piss people in Regina. I'm just saying they think that if you're not in the CFL, you've died. No. Jeff's doing really good things on Sky Sports in the NFL, doing his thing in Hawaii, Major League Football, and we're doing our thing here. But the Ryder fans want to get in. So enough skirting around the issue. Yeah. How much of the game did you watch last night, the 37-13 loss to the Montreal Wets?
3: I watched it a second time on the replay just so that I could make sure what I... Know what so, you're talking what about? What I didn't see on the didn't see the first time was was actually there. It was horrible. There was nothing to see the first time, right? Like you look away, the offense comes out. You look away, and they're punting. Series of yeah. it's gone. And uh, um, yeah, it was it wasn't good, but uh, they're they're a good team. You know, they got a rookie center in there. No, no, for, forget about. It. Dan Clark is missing the glue. You take away the mortar and. Well, I'm not, I'm yep. not going to use that kind of reference. He's the guy that puts it all together. You look out, every play and Dan Clark is pointing at guys like this. Last night, I saw Furland. I saw the left guard. I saw everyone pointing except the center. And it's tough. That first game, I mean, you know, I, 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 I was fortunate enough to sit my first season out of college. But, uh, uh, man, you're just thrown into the fire and, and, and it looked like. So I don't want to take anything away from... Um, The very young inside three, very young inside three. But, uh, you know, I almost won another great cup with Kahari. He knows what he's doing in there, and he took advantage of exactly where you should. You find the weakness, you go after it.
1: Yeah, well, I'll say it again. Ten-year CFL offensive lineman, great cup champion, Mike Abu, meshwork with Winnipeg, Ottawa, and Saskatchewan. Yesterday, we had Matt Kellett in that chair, and he was kind of examining the kicking game, and it was amazing. And I was looking forward to today because I knew you would examine the line play because people are saying with Logan Bandy at center, here's the thing. <laughs> uh, Kellett's like, I'm picking the Riders to win. I said, well, just so you know, Dan Clark's out. We've got a rookie f- making his debut starting in center he's like oh wait no i'm picking montreal yeah and that makes but, logan bandy look bad but i watched the game too i know enough to be dangerous he wasn't bad
3: he but, wasn't missing blocks but and and, and here's what I, here's what i was thinking i wish everyone had the opportunity to play football in their lives to just show how unimportant they are but how important they are the m and the e and team are, are crucial and you're not throwing in a rookie center who's playing who's he playing beside? I played my first game next to Dave Van He I think he played 300 years in the league, right? right? Like, I didn't have to do anything. He said, you get that guy, you get that guy, you get that guy. Later in my year, Belton Johnson's first start, he, he flew into Winnipeg the day before the game. He played next to me. I told him everything to do, and he'll tell you the same thing. Um, you got to help the younger guys. When you put two younger guys together, that's that, – that, Everyone's getting paid, right? They got a, all maybe a Hall of Fame nose tackle playing against a rookie, a rookie center and a second-year junior football guard.
1: Yeah, well, so uh, what I, we can bring in the viewer comments now. I told you they were excited to have you here, and they are. John in Winnipeg says, Mike Mashrek, nice T-shirt. Where do I get one? And for our listeners that don't, and aren't watching,
3: it says, Adopt Shelter Dogs. Where do they get a shirt like that? Um, Southland Mall in Winnipeg, or or not Winnipeg? He's in Winnipeg. I'm. Where am I not in Winnipeg? I'm in Calgary now. Yes. Every decade, I seem to slide a province over. There
1: have been times that I've woken up, here, looked around, and said, "Where am I?" And I'm like, "I thought those days were over." That used to happen all the time. Oh yeah, Calgary, Grey Eagle. It used to be, "Who are you?" Right, Ted in Red Deer. A question for Mike. With a young center,
3: does he still make all of the line calls? That, that's what I was just saying. Yeah, you'd, you'd hope so, but you can only call it what you see, and if you don't see it, you can't call it. And he's not seeing anything. He's got his eyes as open as can be, and he's seeing nothing except a 320-pound old world nose tackle in front of him and a bunch of other colors and flashes and, light. It, what, what, that, I said earlier that I wish everyone got to play football to find out how important they are, but that you, you can't describe how fast that first game is. You, 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 you can't describe you can't see people are blurs. the 20 second play clock feels like one second or 20 you know one second feels like 20 seconds It's, it's just a gong show like you, it, mentally, and uh, I mean. I, I think he didn't play bad at all. Right. But, but the line struggled. But, I mean, I mean it, it, you got a rookie against an, all, an, all, an, all, an all-star. A perennial all-star against a rookie making his first start. What's going to happen? Yeah. I, I don't need to tell you. You know, you, you got a bird and a semi. What's going to happen?
1: <laughs> right. And until that bird grows bigger. and To fly out of the way. Right. Nothing's wrong with the bird. Exactly. By the way... Jeff, the Stamps fan, writes in. He says, First round pick Jalen Philpott will make his Stampeders debut Saturday night in a stadium he knows well. I wanted to point that out because Bo Levi Mitchell is listed as a game time decision for Calgary against the Elks Saturday. We'll be there 5 p.m. at McMahon Stadium, and Jalen Philpott indeed is listed on the roster for the Stamps for the first time. We did address last hour that Bo is a game time decision for the game. He was listed as questionable yesterday. We talked about this with Jeff Reinbold last hour. I think Bo enjoys the drama of the will he or won't he play, but in the end, he always plays. So I'm not getting sucked into the fake news. It'll be news if he doesn't play. If he's, if, what do they say? If he's dressing, he's healthy enough to play. Of course, yes, or he should be playing if he's dressing. Absolutely. Now, back to that Ryder game last night, because my phone was blowing up, as you can imagine, with the report from the rectangle, they're very upset. If you're Craig Dickinson in the coaching staff, and you had a horrible outing, but you know you're a good team, because there's a difference. He's not saying we're
3: terrible. Did you still sign Brendan Labat? Is that what you're going to say? Yes, or Brett Jones. Next question. Uh, he doesn't want to play in Regina. Well, that's what I heard, but money talks. Hmm, I've heard that before. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Brett, I mean. What, how old is he, 30, Brett? 31? Brett, yeah. I'd have to go to the big board. I can go to the big board yeah, if you want. Yeah, I mean, but he's not, uh, you, you, you will get a couple more years out of him, whereas Lebat would just be a, a plug. They need, the, the riders need to find some help at offensive line. Right on 30. Right on 30. So, yeah, you bring him in, and then you build in guys around, uh, uh, around that. Uh, they need some help at offensive line. Not not just, uh, not just the center either, and not just because Dan Clark got hurt.
1: What do you think about this? David Ice watching in Winnipeg says 59 offensive plays for the Riders, 39 plays for the Alouettes. Like if you saw the time of possession, it was like 35 to 29, whatever that adds up to. For, whatever. For, I'm not good at math. For the Riders? 30. Yeah. They handily won the time of possession battle, but clearly that doesn't matter, especially right. when you're turning the ball over.
3: Well, yeah, uh, when, when you get sacked, the clock keeps running, you know. An incomplete pass, at least, the clock stops. Um, if you don't know what you're doing, you need all 20 seconds. If you know what you're doing, you're running, you're gunning, you're going. Um, but I'm, I'm very surprised, surprised to hear that. But, but then again, they were just trying. I, I think the Riders just wanted the game to be over. Halftime, they just maybe. I know I did maybe, watching and, it. And I, I, Yeah, the fourth quarter, I think, the handoff, 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 handoff. Um, it's
1: 11, 11 Mountain, by the way, 111 Eastern, if we want to point that out. You're on the right track. Trust your gut. The Angels Beautiful. are nearby. But I'll say this again about Brett Jones. I don't think you heard it last hour. I did a little poking around a boo. I still do a little of that. And they say that he's enjoying his hometown of Weyburn, Sask, and Regina Beach, I believe. Uh, this is a guy that played in the NFL with the New York Giants, the Minnesota Vikings, the Denver Broncos. He's a free agent now. But things do change. You say you heard he didn't want to play for the Riders. I heard that too when he was
3: playing for Calgary. But he likes being at home, and that's something completely different, right? I mean, guys want to, especially if you've been in the NFL, where they, where it's a grind. It's a ten-hour day. It's an eight-hour day, or whatever it is. It's, a, you know, you're looking over your shit. The no-fun league, right? This, is, uh, from my understanding, I've never done it before. But from my, the CFL day is four and a half hours. You know, six hours if you work out. Um, And it's a lot more relaxed. I think uh, it'd kind of be fun. Oh, all right, I'm going, honey. I'm just going to run around in some tights for a bit. I'll be home to do harvest or whatever, however, farm people talk, you know. Um, (laughs) It's a lot more laid back, more like a hobby. I could see him doing it. Brett's
1: not a farmer. I'm not sure what his family does in Wayburn, but Ben Heenan is, and that reminds me. That's a great example. You bring that up. It kind of depends on how much you love the game of football, how much you love being an offensive lineman. Because Ben Heenan came back from the Indianapolis Colts. They want to play football again. Wanted to farm.
3: We all thought, "What's wrong with you?" See, that drives me nuts. Just because you like coffee doesn't no, mean I me, like coffee. I know. Coffee. It. Trust just me, just I know. It. You like something, and the empathy, right? Like, good, good for him. Be excited for. People.
1: And he's never looked back. What? But is Brett Jones that guy? Brett Jones has made far more money in the NFL than Ben Heenan ever did maybe he doesn't want to play again is what I'm getting at right, abs- absolutely right how much trouble are the riders in then because Dan Clark's not I can't imagine coming him back
3: him coming back this year have they announced they signed Brandon Labat yet
1: <laughs> well there's another one guy hasn't played for this would be the third year out could you imagine coming back after that
3: They need someone in there to make the calls, you know, to... Knows what they're doing. And no, no, I don't mean any disrespect to Bandy. I mean, I could show you my first year in the league. I just told you, Vanke told me everything to do. Uh, And when he wasn't there, Mo was telling me, like... uh, Elo and Eby? Elo and Um, Eby. David in Winnipeg says, Bo Levi complained of
1: soreness. That's all that is wrong. Accordingly, So I think he plays. That's what I'm saying, too. I think he doesn't care for practice as much, from what I understand with guys that have been on the field with him. He lets Jake Mayer do the 12-on-12 12 12 stuff, certainly in training camp he did, and Bo brings it on the weekend. I think that's enough, isn't it?
3: Yes. I mean, it depends who you are, and Bo, I think, probably did enough just to show up on He's game. He's earned day. it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, but how long has he been out now? There's timing with receivers, and there's camaraderie, and there's uh, huddle presence. And uh, you know, if he comes into a huddle and there's three people that don't even know who he is, it's a problem.
1: They're two and zero. Oh. You know, I, I think it's not a problem until it's a problem.
3: Fair? Well, that's a problem.
1: But your quarterback's
3: not 100. percent Well, or whatever. Or, I mean, it's not. A, I mean, yeah, you can paint over a problem, or you can. It, uh, address it at the time.
1: Well, Bo Levi Mitchell listed as a game-time decision for the Calgary Stampeders in their Saturday game against the Edmonton Helks at McMahon Stadium. We'll talk about that game when we return. We'll talk a little about the BC Lions-Toronto Argonauts game. Tonight's Winnipeg-Hamilton game, uh, Abu's former club going after it in Winnipeg tonight against the Hamilton Tiger Cats, And we'll bring in your viewer comments as well. It's just a boo and I for the entire second hour, and then we're going for a buffet. It's like the old days. Yes, exactly. We'll be right back on Game Plus Television Network, YouTube live streaming, and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at RodPeterson.com.
2: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
1: That is Calgary's entertainment destination, Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. By the way, coming up this summer and fall, here are just some of the shows in the event center. The Beach Boys, July 28th, my brother's birthday. The Tea Party with One Bad Son, August 3rd. Nazareth with Special Guest The Headpins, August 12th. Dancing Queen, a tribute to ABBA on August 13th. Bare Naked Ladies, August 20th. Terry Fader, the winner of America's Got Talent, September 16th. Comedian Tracy Morgan and his No Disrespect Tour, September 29th. For the entire list and to buy tickets, go to Grey Eagle It's a football Friday for Flame Tech. Mike Abometric is with us here at the stage bar at Grey Eagle. There you go. They haven't. There you go. Do it again. There you go. He says that the workouts have been working great for him. How about that? Ten years in the CFL. Adopt sheltered dogs. That's the message that he's sending today. And yes, it's a live studio audience. That's why Abu is flexing and uh being abu i don't know where to go for we got a lot of great comments coming in here from jack in vulcan alberta you know him he says abu is one of my favorite guests on this or any show love abu's lyrical artistry love it rp show well i'm glad you do jack i'm still not used to it i think he says that to everyone though <laughs> no he actually does it. i'll be honest he doesn't no i know uh, from t will watching in winnipeg he says thanks rod this stupid big-time song has been stuck in my head for days. What song is that? Is that a song that airs during the commercial breaks? One the That's one of the commercials. <laughs> Clark says, "Imagine how they feel—the guys in the Millennium Falcon, back in the uh, sweatpants capital." <laughs> Tonight, the Winnipeg Blue—what? Bo- the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the Hamilton Tiger Cats at IG Field. The boo. The Bombers are favored. I should look up by how much. I'll go to our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal, and have a look. But what it's do you By
3: too much, whatever it is, going to be by too much. We think it's going to be a tight game. Um, well, Winnipeg's not as good as as really. Think they are. They're really good. But you can still be really good and not as good as and not world beaters. And and but for sure, Hamilton isn't as bad as. Uh, people think that Keep talking. But for all the... But that being said, are those... Is that the best and the worst team in the league right now? Yeah, probably. Statistically, yes. Yeah, yeah. But as we saw... I mean, last night, we could say the same thing. Best team in the league playing the worst team in the league, and you saw what happened. Um, The the, the Riders got shellacked. Yeah, I I think... I think the Ticats... The Ticats will show up. No way that uh, Evans is as bad as he's been the last two games? Uh, 5.5 point favorites are the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Alright, I'll take the Bombers. Bombers by 8 is what I'm saying. I thought it'd be double digits. You know,
1: we have a lot of viewers you probably know in Winnipeg on Game Plus TV and certainly our streaming numbers say the same. The 4th greatest place to live in the world. 5th. Vienna, Austria, Copenhagen, Denmark, Calgary, Alberta, Winnipeg says Abu. That's your list, (laughs) Rob. No. The World Economic Intelligence Unit. Oh, by the way, Calgary favored by eight over the Edmonton Elks Saturday at McMahon. There will be an elk crossing at McMahon Stadium. I stopped to take a picture
3: yesterday of the elk crossing on but the way out to the mountains. Remember when uh, Jones took over in, in Regina? They Do went, I ever. They went 0-10. Yeah. I respect that. He doesn't want players just to fill the spot. He's having additions. He's looking for these guys. He's looking for these guys. When he finds those guys, then they'll start winning games. He's not going to go and put some guy that's getting paid big money into a spot that he knows that doesn't fit. You know, you're paying a guy 100, 200 grand a year to doesn't not fit into your uh, into your scheme. No, go and get you know three guys at 75 grand each and see which one fits and then give them the big contract could I work mean, that's that's jones anomics or whatever it is you know? jones write it down find, find the players that
1: fit your system we just came up with a term jones anomics chris jones economics and you know, and, <laughs> <laughs> they love it here at the gray eagle resort and casino
3: you know and and uh you know you you, you know a lot of the young coaches don't have that uh, flexibility to lose because you know every game your your butt's on the line you know belichick does that he finds guys that fits his system jones does that but he leaves every three years right so um it's tough for him to compare him to belichick just finding guys for a system
1: as i roll through the betting lines from bet regal for week three also the bc lions favored by 5.5 over the toronto argonauts i'm not done on the jones thing yet but you've thrown so many things we get a couple squirrels together
3: well you act like a couple nuts yeah i don't yeah i'm more conversational yes which is
1: totally fine we're a little all over the place although i was saying to darren i was watching a lot of pardon the interruption be, before i left florida and i'm like you know if we were the canadian version of that i'd be happy
3: well i thought that's what we because we talked about this before you went off i thought that's what we were going for but yeah. now, now i got to sit here and look at this talk to this thing right here it's Hi changed there. a little bit it, it, it is but i don't i haven't changed you don't really. have to i haven't
1: changed uh, triple lindy mel watching in hamilton says let's go tie cats i'm liking fontana's replacement on the offensive line and dane evans will have time to throw cats by three jeff the stams fan says tie cats are needing a win plenty of motivation playing the team that beat them two great cups in a row very simple question is
3: do the bombers win a third consecutive can you imagine if they did like, at, at the beginning of the year, everyone says, all right, the Bombers are going to go 14-4 and four, or whatever. Wait a minute. I have too many games in there, don't I? No. Not yes. this year. Oh, my goodness. I'm just been playing too much Madden <laughs> with so my okay. kid where there's only 16 games. Yeah, 14-4. and four. All right, well, now you've got to pick the four games that they lose. This isn't one of them. Right. Right. Could they lose? Yeah, of course. They're, they're, they're snapping a <laughs> the football. Oh, man. But this isn't one of the four games that they're losing. If you thought they were going to lose four games, which
1: that would be about right dominic watching on youtube says in the stream enjoying the cfl talk great to have yes tell your friends this is why they don't understand we are in a cfl city there should be far more cfl talk in these cfl markets than there is but for whatever reason there isn't so we'll bring it however abu has hit on something here that that was my life though no, i know yeah she laughed. my life's changed too obviously for 20-some years, going into a CFL season, I would predict how many wins the Riders would have. This is the first year in since the Mulroney administration that I haven't done that. I don't even stop to think how many wins I would think the Rough Riders should have. You said that you think Winnipeg would go 14-4. Who would argue I, that? I just threw that out. No, but they've only gotten better, and they're the two-time defending champions. That sounds like a very reasonable... They're one hit away, right? Yeah. They're always one hit away. Who isn't? Ooh don't kick the camera
3: rookie sorry but let's just talk about Sask for a second they're 2 and 1 same, same with for, with the offense that they have they need to keep games close games close if games are close in the fourth quarter the last last week notwithstanding Cody will will win those close games they've got the character to win the close games they don't have the talent to win a game, sixty to sixty to fifty nine. You don't need to, either though. Well, you better not. I thought you were going to gonna say sixty to ten. Well, continue. Well, Sorry well, for interrupting. Well, what, what happened in last night's game is they went down early. They went down big early, twenty-three-three at the half. They don't have the offense to come back, score three touchdowns before you score one. That that's not the team that they have. They have a they they have a you know that, like I just said they want to keep the game close. Have a really good defense. And uh, score as many points as they... Ball control. They lost the game and they dominated ball control. That's what they want to do. They want to stop you, your offense from So being based lost. on that... They're an outstanding team. Yeah. Outstanding. Based on Cup that, contenders. I would put them at 10 wins. So what you're saying is they're not going to blow out anybody. No, but I, you know what? I'd go about... Yeah, I was thinking about 10-11. But when you're in the playoffs, that's the kind of team that you don't want to play against. They got a team that could win the Gray Cup. At 10 wins. Grind the ball, play defense, win the tight games.
1: These early season records, by the way, don't mean a lot based on the game notes that I'm reading, but I just want to read what the viewers are saying here. This is interesting. Zach Nelson is here in the Gray Eagle and he's writing in the chat. How about that, right? We really got something that? going here. Approved. Zach says if the Blue Bombers win a third straight Grey Cup, it will be a dynasty in my opinion. Listen, Blue Bombers and Dynasty were never were mentioned in the same phrase before, and now they're on the cusp of that. That's pretty exciting stuff. for one. When, when you were there, would you have thought there will be a dynasty uh, in the future here, a
3: decade from it's now? It's great. To of course. Over yeah, a decade Of course. From you now. always think you're going to... I thought I was yeah, a part it, of that dynasty. It starts by winning one. What did you guys go? 14-4 well, that year? The first time Kahari came in, uh, Charles Roberts came in, you know we had a pretty good team we and we lost to we lost to calgary in 19, in 2001. calgary was you're talking about the, you're talking about bad starts calgary had a horrible start they finished the season uh eight 0, i believe um and then played edmonton who was the best team in the league well next to winnipeg and edmonton turned the ball over nine times calgary ends up backwards into the gray cups and and beat winnipeg which was at the time the best most consecutive wins in cfl history and they won a great cup so yeah i thought that was going to be a dynasty from then on people are digging the uh cfl talk as i
1: mentioned some guy i don't know who some he paid you can pay money on youtube if you're watching to get your comments read or at least get them noticed by me did you know that so some guy wrote in this is funny he's Consider this, this is what he wrote. I am Rod Peterson. I said Harris cheated back in 2019 and there was video proving it, but I will deny it. <laughs> this is, he's trolling me because I, I, did, I didn't remember saying that Andrew Harris, by virtue of being caught with a performance enhancing drug, cheated. I guess I said it. Uh, you gotta move on, dude. We're talking three years ago, Andrew Harris doesn't even play for Winnipeg anymore. So he's like, he went and looked up the video. You said it, see? It's okay. So, e- so I did.
3: And what? You win. Wah, wah, wah. Get a life. It's so easy to get caught with, uh, with performance enhancing anything in your blood. But it's also fairly easy to mask Get away it as with it? Well. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. clearly it's not. If you're doing stuff, you can probably hide it better than, you know, uh, I remember one guy almost got, uh, I guess it was in college, he took uh, Benadryl. Got in trouble, couldn't play that week or something like that.
1: In USpo- CIS? This is whatever they useful. were calling yeah, it then? whatever
3: it was called then, yeah. Um, T.
1: Will in Winnipeg regarding the Bombers says, it's even more impressive when you consider that it would be three championships over four years. It's hard to keep a team together that long. And he's right.
3: He's, well, he's talking about the,
1: the missed year of 2020. They yeah. could have lost a lot of guys after that, and they didn't. Ever met Michael Shea? Of course. You surprised that he's. Won? No, not a bit.
3: Yeah. Trained with him in Toronto when we were both players, and I hated him. We would have probably won another Grey Cup in, tw- in, in 2000, but w- I'm lined up. It's third and one. We're going in to score in Winnipeg, and O'Shea's linebacker. He goes, Hut! And I go offside, 15 yard pen- or whatever, penalty. We're putting the ball now um, instead of going in and winning the game. Uh, so I hated that son of a gun, but. You know, go, going in, and I'm from Toronto. He was in Toronto with all his guys. Going, he's the one of the. He's one of the. I can't think of a better leader right now than, than him. No. Aust- Austin Miller, uh, man, he was he was making me run up and down sprints, and I don't freaking. Sprint. You don't like running? I don't sprint, man. I know.
1: I kind of wish that I liked lifting weights more than running. I love running, but that's why I'm built like a you do it, a giraffe.
3: You do it, but because you have to he's a he's a supreme leader he's a he's a ruler he was born that way whatever he'd be doing he'd be successful at that son of a just furthermore well it's one of those things where when he's on your side you
1: love him when he's not you hate him simple absolutely uh from andrew harris cheated back in 2019 from that account he says i can move on now that you've admitted it okay thank you move on but i'll say it again I, listen, you didn't hear me say it. I was at the 2017 Hall of Fame induction in Hamilton. O, O'Shea's acceptance speech. I was working for the Riders at the time. I'm like, ah, damn it. He's gonna kick our ass for years because this guy gets it. Yeah, you this were. was before they'd won in Winnipeg. Now they're on top. What makes you think they're gonna relinquish being on top anytime soon? You
3: know, finding guys that'll run through a wall for you. It doesn't matter what plays you're calling. What's the secret to that? Being genuine, yeah. Seeing players and not, not uh, numbers or systems. Oh, they or, say or Jones techniques. is like that, Chris Jones.
1: There's different um, ways to do it. There's it, different
3: ways to the top of the mountain.
1: Right? Yes, we need to break and come back. But I want to talk about. Looks like we have a lot of Winnipeg viewers today. Dave Ritchie going into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I finally. He's I can't believe he's not. A, I can't believe he's not there. Yeah, we'll talk about it, all of that when we come back. It's a football Friday for flame tech industry leaders in combustion services. We're live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino on the Game Plus television network. YouTube live streaming and 24-hour sports radio at RodPeterson.com.
2: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
1: A sports update before we jump back into the football from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. The Toronto Blue Jays are back in action today, kicking off a three-game set against the NL Central leading Brewers in Milwaukee. Righty Alec Manoa gets the start for Toronto. Adrian Hauser goes to the mound for the Brewers. The Ottawa Blackjacks won their first CEBL game of the season with a 92-84 victory over the Edmonton Stingers on Thursday night. The Blackjacks built up a 20 Plus point lead in the third quarter and withstood a Stingers comeback in the fourth quarter for a win. The Blackjacks moved to two and seven while the Stingers fall to five and five. Tonight in the Canadian Elite Basketball League, the expansion Montreal Alliance are at the Fraser Valley. Bandits, And might as well go through the sports schedule here. Game 5 Stanley Cup Final tonight. Tampa Bay, Colorado, 8 p.m. Eastern. CHL Memorial Cup, Edmonton. Oil Kings taking on the Hamilton Bulldogs, 6 p.m. Eastern. CFL Hamilton at Winnipeg. And uh, that's as far as we'll go on that. The sports update for Ballers Rec Room, your official home of Slow Pitch, open Wednesday to Sunday for the Tap, Brewhouse, and drive through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Mike abu is with us. 10-year CFL veteran. Western University Hall of Fame.
3: Yes, home of the 2022 Vanier Cup. There you go. Congratulations. How about that? No, no, no they're hosting it. That's what I mean. They won it last year. Congratulations on everything that you've accomplished. It's really, Ooh, really wow. an amazing program, really. Clearly. Handsome people, too. <laughs> yes. Modest, um, humble. He's a warrior.
1: Dave Ritchie. Yes going into the canadian football hall of fame I'll, I'll go to the big board and call up his resume for those that don't know but you played
3: for the man he gave me my shot out of maryland yeah he was um do you want to give him a give her uh, he, he uh so i i was i was drafted to carry a bag to a very 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 veteran offensive line to carry a bag and take reps during training camp i, I had no business being in the cfl none um Dave Ritchie on day one of practice says, you know, I want a really aggressive, I want to see you go, but I don't want any fights. If you're fighting, you're out of here. I got into 11 fights at that training camp, and I guarantee you that is how I made the team. It wasn't on my football ability. He just kind of, I got beat up so much, Benny Goods, all these, this great defense. But I kept getting up and going back in and getting up and going back in and getting in a fight with and then going back in. And... uh, um, he noticed either how tough I was or how dumb I was, and he gave me a shot. He, he let me carry bags and get coffee for the guys for the rest of the year, and uh, I figured out how to play football well enough to, to start from the following year, which is awesome. So he, I really think he did give me, gave me a shot. No one else would.
1: I'm going to tell you, I hope whomever writes the biography for Dave Ritchie when he goes into the Canadian Football Hall of Fame in September does a better job than Wikipedia. I'm serious. Like, for one, here's what it says. As coach, career history BC Lions, 1993 to 1995. Montreal Alouettes, 1997 and 98. Blue Bombers, 99 to 04 when you were there. And then the Zurich Renegades, like over to Europe. And the Milano Seamen. <laughs> I know. But from Wikipedia, he is best known for his days as the Winnipeg Blue Bombers head coach from 99 to 04. He retired following the end of the 07 CFL season, although he was considered for the 2008 Saskatchewan Roughriders head coach position. He won 108 regular season games in the CFL. Who puts in that he was considered for the job in way? when Miller got it? You were there then. Yeah, that's, wow. It's weird that it would be in Wikipedia, but it doesn't say anything about being a
3: coordinator. The Grey Cup in 94, he was a coordinator. He He played (laughs) backcatcher. You know, like uh, that's what I'm saying. I just
1: does not have his history as a coordinator anywhere here. This is a very
3: thin biography of Dave Rich. It's not
1: fitting of what he's do.
3: Defensive juggernaut. He found. uh, He's one of the guys. Him and BT found Charles Roberts, one of the greatest running backs of all time. He, he was tough as nails, man. And, I, and, and, and if you know anything about me, I need that kind of guy. I've, of course, Austin and Miller were cool at the end of my career, but I wouldn't have done well with them at the beginning of the career. I need someone to grind me and, and uh, yell at me like my dad. Can I yell at you like your dad? Uh, you do, just off the air, and you pretend <laughs> you're this nice guy. Oh, oh Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, if I
1: may, oh, here comes all the comments here. Steve Smith writes in from Steinbach, Manitoba on the uh, 902 line he says the CFL needs to focus on being local that's what matters that's how you grow the CFL in my opinion that is
3: with uh, local players he's saying I think that'd be absolutely amazing I just had that argument on Facebook the other day with uh, uh one of my ex uh, r- uh, roommates and teammates put on a team BC like a like their high school Team BC picture. I'm like, we would have beat those. Team Ontario would have killed you guys. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Jonathan Meyer writing in from the Sweatpants Capital. He says, Mike may have been a Grey Cup champ and played 10 years in the league, but his biggest accomplishment was being the guest speaker with the provincial champion Eston Rambler year-end banquet.
3: That was my last one. I think that uh, they didn't want to have me do any, any more banquets after that. Stop. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Why? I think that I didn't know where I was. I think I said Oh, I wasn't. no. What's up, Springfield? <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're an Aston. Uh, clearly,
3: he says you did a
1: great job. From Brady in the Bridge City, he says, hey, Rod, the Riders got dominated last night, fell asleep right off the bat, and lack of discipline continues to hurt them. He says, two Canadians, Ben Mattern and Shaden Sharp, for the first time ever, went back to back in the top seven in the NBA draft last night. Oh, Yeah. Where are you on the play of Cody Fajardo last night? He's getting a lot of heat today. Should he? Uh, he
3: uh, you, you can't get mad at a, at a lemon for being sour or a candy for being sweet. You can't right? teach a pig to paint. He's not the quarterback. He's not Warren Moon. He's not, you know, not going to come back from a three. He's keep the game close and win it, win it in the fourth quarter. That's him, and he's great at it. He's an outstanding quarterback at that. That's why you've got to find players that fit your system is he worth the money everyone's worth whatever you pay them stop
1: it put your sports hat on is he worth being the second highest paid quarterback in the cfl
3: yeah yeah as long as it's not seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, that's what nobody that's a little much yeah. yeah that's 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 Dougal cameron
1: watching in calgary regarding our guest last hour he said uh jeff reinbold is money in the bank what great insights he has can he come on the show every friday he has been on the show every Friday. Yeah, Bingo! someone's been watching. Yeah, exactly. Uh, from Rose in Edmonton, she says, I love Jeff Reimbolt as much as I love the Big Island. What an awesome guest.
3: Oh, she's calling me the Big Island. Nice. I've lost some weight, but that's cool. That's a great nickname for you. That'd be, that's Luke's nickname.
1: The Big Island? Yeah. The Big Island. Shamu. Um, do you want to stick around for another segment, or do you want to uh, let... Moose, come back up. I think you're probably good to stick for another one. Yeah, for sure. Because there's business going on down here. We have a live studio audience. It's amazing here today at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. Did you notice when you were walking in here, because you said you hadn't been here, they play the sound effects of eagles in here? Or did you actually think there were eagles in here? All I could think about is,
3: are they really smoking in here? <laughs> It's 1995, baby. I no, I felt cool again. I felt my hair growing back in. You know, I hey, a shower afterwards. And yeah, with the. Uh, it's a club. Well, it's right. It's good.
1: Yeah, yeah. we'll the, the, be back. We'll be back for a final segment, Taco Time Viewer Takeover. Right after this, you're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV Network. Live streaming on YouTube always, and if you missed any portion of the show, you can always catch the podcast wherever the best podcasts are found, including Amazon, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify.
2: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
1: It's what we call Overtime, and it's brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the Stanley Cup playoffs, and the UFC. There is a fight night tomorrow night. Uh, this here is Taco Time, viewer takeover. Taco Time, real food, real value, real flavor. Taco Time, if you can believe there are over 14 in the Calgary area, over 120 Canada-wide. But we turn this over to the viewers here right now. Uh, JT watching in the chat says, Can Mike Abu-Meshrik come on every Friday? Wayne and Victoria says, I love the idea of Abu being on every Friday on the RP show. You've got commitments, however, right? Or do you want to be on every
3: Friday? Every Friday? As, as, as many said, as possible? Every is a long time. Uh, he said never is a long time. So is every.
1: Never, never is a long time.
3: Let's do, it, let's do it again sometime. I do have to get back to Regina sooner or later. Okay. Uh, they're on Fajardo still. About what? What, what, what did they want? They want an Orange to be an apple? Is that, is that what it is? I, I read a crazy comment that someone said, we've got to get rid of uh, Moss. We've got to get rid of the best offensive coordinator in the league because their center is a rookie. I saw... See, this is why I do better with people yelling at me. I feel like you need to yell at that person and tell them not to be an idiot. You're yeah, not supposed to yell.
1: But wow. I didn't mind the offense last night or any, and the other games. I mean, they were going downfield. Every chance they could go downfield, they were going downfield. When Fajardo wasn't running for his life. Going into last night's game, he was the most accurate 20-plus yard passer in the league. Cody Fajardo. What but if they weren't going downfield... You no, know, I know, but if they weren't going downfield, they would say "Ow." Oh, a five-yard out again. I don't mind them taking shots. Stats?
3: You're talking about stats, the, the, the offense. Yeah, that they have. but you're not a believer in stats. I love numbers because you can make them do anything. I have more gray cups than Muhammad Ali. Greatest story you've ever told. It's a fact. Who's
2: Bingo! this guy?
3: Yeah, yeah. Who's this Ali guy? <laughs> He was actually I at a game. Great right? Yeah, and I didn't I even got go more great hand. cups than him. I got more great cups than him. I'm not going to go over and I shake his like hand. It. Ted and Red Deer wants to know
1: how you would address the Rough Riders' lack of discipline.
3: I, I I've never noticed a lack of discipline before. Uh, when the when the first kick gets kicked off, and uh, when the first kick of the game gets returned for a touchdown, when you're fighting uphill the entire game. Um, when that belief that you're not going to win sets mm-hmm. in, the, the discipline is gone. What are you really fighting for? If you don't really think, and it didn't really look like the writers thought they were going to win for, for at least the second half of that game. When that belief is gone, I mean, you can hoot and holler and say, yeah, 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 we're going to win all you want. But when that inner heart drive is gone, the, what are you being disciplined about? What is there to be disciplined to? the game, all that other stuff, but yeah, that's all nice and fine. We're there to win. You're not there to just play a game.
1: Uh, Jeff Cabellos in Winnipeg says Abu's insight is pure fire. From Stacy Champagne watching at Access World Headquarters, he says, we could use Mike Abu-Meshrik on the offensive line today. How about that? Ago.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Up. Yeah. yeah. Um, here's the thing. Friday. It's overreaction Friday, if you will. But we can say this. Your boy, Alex Goche was on the show on Monday. Oh, man, I the love goat. that guy. He he's the best, day. isn't he? Yeah, he's the GOAT. And I said, who's the best team in the CFL? Do you know what he said? He's too early. He's way too early. All right? Yeah. But I think we can reasonably stroke off the list of best teams, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. We can take them off the list. It could still be Calgary. It could still be Winnipeg. It could still be B.C.,
3: I think, it's one lost te- I think it's one of the teams that the GOAT played on. That's probably the best team in the league. Ottawa, Winnipeg, Calgary, and Hamilton. Sask. In Hamilton. <laughs> it's every team in the yeah. league, man. Or is either him or one of the best teams that Kevin Glenn played on is definitely the best team in the league. Who do you think is the best team in the CFL? I think Winnipeg's the best team in the CFL. Uh, not, uh, um, not only because they're champs, maybe that breaks, uh, breaks the tie. But um, their confidence, their skill, their confidence matches their skill. And th- I know the leadership on there, so I mean that has a lot to go with it too. BC I don't know so much about. All the opposite, I don't know their leadership, I don't know how skilled they are. Um, That's fine. Yeah.
1: We're just letting you rock here. This is like this is like
3: I can't say calgar.
1: A pregame show for the entire Week three, the CFL, or what's left? Again, we've talked about Winnipeg-Hamilton tonight. And Hamilton tonight, you feel Winnipeg will win. Um, Calgary-Edmonton tomorrow. How bad's it going to be? Stamps favored by eight here. Bowl-Levi-Mitchell game-time
3: decision. It, 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 how bad will it be? Probably double digits by the stamps. stamps, yeah. stamps will, but again, it's, it's still too early. Two and one. I mean, you have a good game, you have a bad game. St- teams are still trying to figure out what their identity what their identity is and to be honest with you i haven't really figured out like i just admitted i don't really know who bc is i don't really know who these teams i mean watching parts of two games and stuff like that i don't know they don't know who they are um you know you need to define that uh, uh define who you are uh in in the first four four weeks of the season if you go and four it's tough Tough to come out of that. Oh, yes. So you can't go on four unless you go on three. That's why the uh, 2011 BC Lions are so vaunted. And there you go. Your st- there's with your stats. Of course, anything, you know. It actually happened, though. I, I know. Um, I- and-, and we lost to Calgary in, in 2001.
1: Robin and Prince Albert. Why doesn't Elon Musk like taco time? It gives
3: him gas.
2: Oh, no.
3: question (laughs) question. uh pardon the interruption
1: oh Mm -hmm. he's googled taco jokes because they're coming in now and uh it is is a viewer takeover here for taco time and people have written in with these jokes before um let's just have some fun stuff third best city in the world to live in calgary alberta behind vienna austria and copenhagen denmark Regina is a really nice place to live of course (laughs) Basically, spent thi- half a century. So there. that's. What,
3: do you think they went and checked out Regina, or do you think they only looked at the amenities on a piece of paper?
1: I didn't read the entire article. I probably should go as to what, why he was voted last minute of play in the RP show. Last minute of play, but look around.
3: Uh, oh, my kids, be here. My, my kids are here. I'm still in Regina, but i remember my kids both had one had dance practice and one had soccer practice both at five o'clock on opposite ends of the city no other city in the world can you get them both there on time that's right every every city is great
1: for different reasons absolutely But we're really 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 enjoying our time here and i'm really really looking forward to saturday's calgary stampeders edmonton elks game 5 p.m and then the cavalry
3: on sunday we're doing it go Cavs! oh man that's a whole other show who we we playing doesn't matter they're losing they're going down (laughs) okay uh yeah that's soccer
1: canadian premier league thanks to jeff reinbold thanks to abu thanks to the live studio audience here at great eagle resort and casino we'll see you monday noon eastern here on (laughs) game Plus. how about that
2: (laughs) you like me to shut up he wants me to talk how about that have you subscribed to the rod peterson show youtube channel yet Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now.